Hi, welcome back to the Tennis Betting Podcast. We will jump straight into today's action, which has been uh, nothing short of terrible, really. Um, it's actually probably going to, depending on our last match, actually, it's going to depend if it's our worst day of February. If it is, then it will slightly drag us into minus February even uh, on our unit betting, just about as we're minus eight units today. Uh Nicholas Kicker could, for some reason, decide to win tonight and improve that by two units. Um, it's been one of those days, and um, it just doesn't seem to go our way uh, recently. And it's extra frustrating when we keep having players in the lead, players with set points, match points, and and then then dropping, especially when they're odds on. It's it's one thing when we got the. Uh, long odds or we're gambling a little bit on someone uh, hoping for the best they win the first set and they might not be able to hold on but we're seeing favorites winning the first set and then not being able to close out matches which is you know quite a weak sign normally uh, good players to just put put the pedal down and, and accelerate past their opponents at that point um today was especially like that and we had several multi-unit bets that went away which is very annoying uh, as they obviously swing our results quite a bit um let's see who we have so we had kevin anderson he uh, he was up a set in a break um with his service should almost be criminal to not finish that off at that point and then we had dennis kudla he was also up a set. I'm not sure if he had a break in a second or not, but he had up a set. Uh, lost that in three. We had uh, Echeverry uh, up a set as well. Had several break points uh, along the second two sets. Um, lost his serve at five all in the third. And had several break points to get back to six all. Couldn't take them yet again. Uh, we had David Goffin. He did lose in two straight. Um, Having said that, he did have set points at 5-4. He had set points at 6-5 in that one. Um, this doesn't take the chances, does he? Uh, Angelique Kerber, same here. Up is set. Ends up losing. Um, and even our um, long shot with a quarter unit on Malik Jassiri, uh, he went up a set 7-6. And it's obviously harder to hold on to. But it, he was well into it, into... 4-4 I think in the third so that was a shame we couldn't get that one actually uh, Gabriela Mugurusa she did hold on uh, for one of a few uh, decent moments uh, and then we had Zapata Miralles which was today's real dud he didn't really show up but really frustrating when we're getting all these favorites getting the first set and not being able to close out matches that's just ridiculous um, and quite annoying but hopefully we can make that change and we'll make that turn around quickly. we got six matches for tomorrow so far. Uh, it's a busy tennis day. I mean, t Tuesday is always very, very busy. There'll be loads of matches. We're still missing some prizes on the WTA mostly. Uh, Guadalajara, we have nothing. Uh, in Doha, we have some prizes. Some are early prizes. Some are decent. So there might be some additions tomorrow. won't be too much. Um, we haven't found anything massive in value, but a little bit here and there. So let's go into that. We'll start uh, uh, with the matches that are coming up 
first, which is in Acapulco. We got uh, Grigor Dimitrov at 1.78. He is 64% confidence there, and that's a one star, one unit value. Uh, uh, he's up against Maxim Cressy. Cressy is a tricky player. You can see in Australia that he can play. Complete serve volley is all he does. So you got to have your return game on. Dimitro didn't look the best last week in Delray, but Delray was miserable, rainy, windy. Uh, he's never going to like that. So hopefully it's all a little bit sunnier in Acapulco and he can bring his best game out. Um, and we'll see. Next one is Nikolos uh, Basilashvili. Uh, he is two-star value, two units. Uh, 70% confidence in that one. He's up against Alexei Popperin. He's 1.77. Uh, he did go deep last week. Uh, hopefully that won't affect him too much, though. It, it can sometimes, but he's up against Popperin, who has not really showed anything this year. He's actually lost in qualifying. Uh, he's come in now as a lucky loser instead of uh, Felix Auger-Aliassime, who's uh, withdrawn with an injury. So... And that's the only reason he's even in there. So hopefully he should be able to close that out. And then we have Yannick Sinner at 1.31. Uh, he is 82% confidence against Davidovich Fokina. It's a one-star value. Uh, I think Davidovich Fokina had a decent year last year. He hasn't been able to replicate any of that so far this year. Sinner should be coming in pretty good spirits. He just changed his coaching team and everything. So he should really be on the up right now. Uh, next one is Aslan Karatsev is at 1.73. He's up against uh, Mackenzie McDonald. Uh, we have a one-star value of him, 65% chance of winning. Um, yeah, not much to say. Uh, Karatsev obviously likes it out here. Uh, last year he won this title actually in Dubai. So he definitely likes to play there. Uh, it came after his massive big run in Australia obviously there. So let's let's hope he gets back to his old form there. Next one is Alejandro Tabilo is one point twenty five. Uh so a low small um value there. He's eighty five percent confidence there though, so I think he should be winning that against Renzo Olivo. Now we're actually on the guy back in, in Santiago. And that's the only one from there. Then we have one women's match as well, and that is Ons Jabur. She's 1.53 against Sasnovich. Uh, she is 76% confidence there, and that is a two-star, two-unit value, actually. Uh, Jabur is very, very solid, and I think her sort of highest average level is going to win this one. Sasnovich can probably be better than Jabur for maybe a set when she really plays at her peak. Um, but she finds it's hard to string that together for long enough, so Jabur should really be winning that one. There's a couple more just interesting sort of mentions here. Uh, we don't have them for value. They're not enough. We don't believe the confidence is high enough to maybe take them, but we have Arthur Rinderknecht at 3.15 against Roberto Batista Gu. Uh, he's actually, that price in itself is a bit of value, um, but the confidence not really there for it. But he's playing someone who went the whole way last week in, in Doha and played quite a lot of tennis. So there could be some fatigue 
potentially. Um, just an interesting match there. It's not something we're going to add to our value bets. And the other one would be Dan Evans, who's up in a similar spot against Andre Rublev. Um, here, though, we have a negative value on the price for Evans. So I think the markets might have already priced him down considering a fatigue level here. Uh, Evans is 2.62 at the moment. He should probably be above 3, really. Um, yeah, his confidence is a bit too low to be backing this. I mean, at negative value, we're definitely not backing for value. But it's also an interesting one to keep an eye on, as obviously Rublev has now gone deep two weeks in a row, finally in Rotterdam, final that he won now in Marseille. He also won the doubles title in Marseille, so he's had a lot of tennis in the last two weeks. Um, and Dan Evans quite likes it down there. All right, that's it for me. I'll be back tomorrow, so good luck with those bets, and I'll see you soon. Bye.